You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you to another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. As always, I'm your host, Michael C. And on today's episode, I'm bringing you another exciting interview. Uh, This woman is one who I've been following on Twitter and conversating with for a few months now, and I think that you will find her very interesting. Uh, Her name is M, and she is a cuckoldress, and I think that you're really going to enjoy her interview. So without any further ado, let's get to it. Okay, I want to welcome everyone to another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. Uh, Today I'm interviewing a very interesting woman. I've known her for a few months now. We've been uh, communicating on Twitter a lot, and I've become a fan of her her profile. And I I really wanted to have her on my show. Her name is M. Uh, Why don't you say hello to everyone? Hello, everyone. <laughs> now, just to give you um, an idea, she's married, uh, mother in her mid-30s, and she and her husband are in a cuckold uh, dynamic. So without any further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and get right into the interview. So uh, first, how long have you known your husband? I have known him for 16 years. And were you guys like high school sweethearts, college sweethearts? No. Um, I met him in my teens, my late teens. Um, He was in his mid-20s. Met him through work, kind of a mutual mutual friend uh, introduced us. And we started dating 16 years ago and have been together ever since. Okay. And so how long were you into your relationship before things started going down that that kinky road, like as far as swinging or just non-vanilla? Like when did that start to work its way into your relationship? Well, we were always pretty kinky, um, you know, playing with other friends there, uh, just kind of the the thrill of that started even in the very beginning, and it just kind of evolved from there. So, yeah, I would say within a couple of years of, of dating is when things started getting even more freaky. Okay, now what about the actual, like it's one thing to play with other people present or with somebody there or in the room or whatever, but it goes to a completely different level when you swap partners. <clears throat> so okay. when did that happen? Oh, that happened probably, I'd say about 10 years ago, maybe nine years ago is when the first time that happened. Now, did you guys start out as like a swinging couple, like playing with other couples, or was it from the beginning you just playing with other men? Uh, Just me. He's never played with anyone else, so it just kind of started out as me being introduced to a friend of his, and I played, and he watched. Okay. Now, were you comfortable with it from the very beginning or was it like an adjust? Was it something that you had to get used to? 
Oh, I definitely had to get used to it. It was <laughs> the first time I, I remember being really freaked out afterwards thinking, oh, we're going to break up. This isn't going to work. Um, it was kind of scary, but it was also fun. Mm-hmm. And then once we, we discussed everything and he was okay with it, it was a thrill and I wanted more. Did it take you more than one encounter to, to, to get comfortable or did you have several? Um, I mean, it takes, it's still, still to this day. I mean, it can take a while just to feel completely comfortable um, being married and knowing that your husband's watching. I mean, it's exciting, but you're also always have that in the back of your head. Now, when okay, the first time that it happened, did it happen kind of organically, or when he suggested it, was there a part of you that, like, did you think he was crazy, or like, how did you respond to that the first time he was like, hey, I want you to sleep with another guy? Like, how did you take that? Oh, I thought he was crazy. I definitely thought he was crazy. I, <laughs> it was never did I ever think that. Um, getting married, you don't ever think, okay. Now, who am I going to fuck next? It's I'm getting married. This is going to be the last person I'm with. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely he brought it up to me. And once it was brought up, um, I really thought he was joking. Mm-hmm. I did not believe that this is something that was that big of a turn on for him. But it was. And here we are. <laughs> <laughs> now, from the time you had that that initial experience before that, how long did it take him to get you to feel comfortable enough to do it? Like, did he have to kind of work on you for a while and convince you or was it did it happen pretty quickly? Like, how would you describe that as far as from the time he brought it up to the time you actually did it? I would say the first time was just kind of a spur of the moment. Um, And we took probably a year, a year after that, before we even talked about doing it again. It was kind of a, we did it. Let's just kind of push it under the rug and see where it goes. Um, And then it was brought up about a year and a half, maybe two years later, that he wanted to do it again. And so for me, um, the first initial, I think it kind of freaked both of us out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, once we hit about eight years into it, it was about eight years ago, um, is when everything kind of evolved from there. Was it, um, were those difficult conversations, like after the first time to kind of sit down and talk about it? Like, how, how did those conversations go to where you, like, were you both able to express yourself openly or was it kind of uncomfortable? Yeah, we've always been able to express ourselves. I've always, you got to have an open relationship, whether or not you're in this lifestyle or not, you have to be open. Um, so I was open to it. I was open and open to listen to what his kinks were and kind of go from there. I don't think there was any disagreements about it. Um, I think it was more, let's put our toes in and see where it goes. Okay. Now, 
as I said earlier, you guys are a cuckold couple. So when did that transition start to happen? Like when it went just from him watching you with other guys to involving cuckolding elements into it? Like, did he have to explain it to you? Like, how, kind of walk us through how that came about. So that was when that was brought up. Um, I think he was he was on Reddit uh, and he was showing me different blogs and different things that turned him on and things that um, he wanted to try. And watching him on each encounter that I did have with other men, there was the, the sitting back and watching or there was the other side that wanted to join. And I noticed more and more that he just wanted to watch and record and take pictures and take everything in in that aspect. And as of, instead of just joining. In the beginning, you know, it was the, he wanted to be a part of it. And as things progressed, he kind of just wanted to sit back and watch. And that's when you kind of get the, he was turning into a cuckold. I mean, he, it wasn't just a, a hot wife or a swapping or a swinging lifestyle anymore. It was turning into a cuckold lifestyle. Now, did it take you a while to kind of have a good understanding of what that was or did you get it right away? Like, how, how was that for you? Because that's a different dynamic um, than just your typical hot wife dynamic. So I, I, were you comfortable with it right away or... No, I mean, yes, but no. There's just so many different types of cuckolding, and, you know, I, I'm trying to do as much research as I can, and you read about different types. Some people are full-blown, you're locked all the time, um, no sex, no nothing, and then you have us where he's locked. He's not locked 24-7. Um, I do hold the key. But it, he does get to have sex with me. Um, we do play. I enjoy sex a lot. So if I don't have another partner, I'm going to take what I can get. <laughs> right. And we have good sex. I mean, we've been together for 16 years, and we've always had good sex. But it's not that type of a cuckold couple. Mm -hmm. um, when we bring a bull into the picture, that's when things really turn into more of a cuckold, cuckolding. Uh, that's when he get, he gets locked up and, you know, the verbal stuff comes into play. That kind of stuff doesn't happen on a day-to-day -day basis in normal life. Not right. for us, at least. Right. So it's when a, when a bull is present, that's when you guys kind of go into that mode. Yes, that's correct. Now, when you do have him locked up, where do you usually wear the key? It's around my neck. Have you ever worn the key in public? Oh, I wear it all the time. So do you wear it even if he's not locked up? Yeah, I'll wear it just so that people know. I mean, it's kind of for me, it, it, they do know, but it for me, it's when I look in the mirror and I see it, I know. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the, yeah, I work. One of the things that I've always enjoyed about uh, your Twitter page is 
uh, obviously you enjoy posting pictures of yourself. You have a hell of a heel collection. And, and my mm-hmm. listeners know by now that I'm a big heel freak. Um, so that drew me to your profile immediately. But one of the things that I noticed was that you really embrace the idea of being a hot wife. And what I mean by that is you don't mind getting attention. You know, I've seen pictures of you, you know, being in a local store and you've got heels and a skirt and you're, you know, you don't mind. You're not shy. at all (laughs) you know even your hair color you know like you you walk into somewhere and and eyes go to you (laughs) kind of tell us a little bit about that have you always enjoyed attention like that or is this something that developed after you got married like how did you get so comfortable getting attention the way that you do uh it's not the way i've always been no i was always more of a shy quiet um, I think it's been with, if you follow my page on Twitter, I work out daily, um, to build up that confidence. And I think more than anything, it's having that confidence. Mm-hmm. You have to have that confidence in yourself for you to present yourself as being a confident woman. Um, and I guess I've kind of just gotten to the point where I am who I am. You either like me or you don't. Uh, not a lot of women where I live wear the hills and the outfits that I wear or have the crazy hair color. Um, it's just not something you typically see. But for me, that's who I am. And that's who, that's how I feel comfortable. That's mm-hmm. me. So it's definitely evolved from being the quiet shy to now posting lots of pictures of myself and being confident in who I am. Very good. Very good. Now I know I had a conversation with you uh, recently and you told me that you were meeting with a prospective bull and that it was snowing and that you still wore your heels out in the snow. I did. <laughs> and that's commitment. That is that is definitely that is definitely a, a commitment there. Now you said something a little earlier. How when the bull is present, that's when you guys kind of shift into your cuckold couple mindset. When it comes to the humiliation aspect of it, I know that that is something that a lot of wives struggle with initially. Because this is their husband, this is their best friend, their soulmate, you know, everything. This man is their everything. How difficult was it for you to give yourself permission to humiliate your husband? Like, how did you reconcile that within yourself? Um, he's made it easier. He definitely is one that you can talk to me. I know that you still love me. You can say what you need to say. Um, he enjoys it. He, he definitely enjoys the humiliation when it comes from me. When it's come from bulls, some can be disrespectful. Right. There's, There's a fine line. Mm-hmm, there is, yeah. And when you cross that line is when I seem to go on defensive mode. But when it's me, 
that's doing the talking and it's me that's, you know, putting him in his place, that's when it's fun. It's fun for both of us because then in the end, we both know that we love each other. We've been together numerous years. Little things, it's a turn on, you know, it's, it's something that turns us on now instead right. of getting defensive. Okay, so let me ask you this because there are, are a number of, of couples who listen to my podcast who are, they're either just getting started or they're thinking about it or they've had an experience or two and they're, they're still struggling with certain things. So knowing that somewhere out there, there's a wife listening to you who is struggling with the humiliation aspect of it, even though her husband wants her to do it, what would your advice be? Like, how would you help them? How would you help a woman in that situation better understand what the humiliation aspect is and how it plays into everything? Okay. Um, for me, I've read a lot of blogs, a lot of different things that have, have taught me um, or kind of guided me to where I want to be in our relationship. Um, so I would say do your research, read, read up on it, find out what turns you on, what turns him on. The last thing you want to do is jump straight in and be degrading because you think that that's what's going to turn him on. You need to find out what is, what turns you on and what's going to turn him on. So I would say even just together, read a blog, read different things, see what turns each other on. Okay. Now, when you are in the middle of playing, especially when you're with an experienced bull and you look over and you see your husband, what what kind of thoughts do you have when you see him? Like, what are you thinking about your husband in those moments? <laughs> in those moments. If you're thinking about I him at all, am. because you might be distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, definitely distracted. Um, but when I do look over and I see him and I see him taking pictures and videos, I know that he's watching and he's he's enjoying it. And you kind of give each other the little smile and then you go back to what you're doing, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's the knowing that he's watching and knowing that I'm getting pleased by another man and just that little smirk, that little yep this is this is our life this is what turns us on and this is what makes us happy so yeah i would i would definitely say when i'm in the middle of playing and knowing that he's there watching is a big turn on for me Mm -hmm. now after you been with a bull do you usually play with your husband afterwards like once the bull is left and it's just you and your husband I do that's kind of the fun part um, for us it's kind of the reclaiming the the bull's left he's stretched my pussy out now my husband's going to come I may not feel him very well but he's reclaiming me now do you do you talk about the experience that you had with your bull while you're in that reclaiming mode? Oh, yeah, very much so. Um, A lot of the time you kind of start off with, 
I'll write his face and tell him how good he was or the experience, how it went. Um, and when I do do that, it doesn't take long for him to explode. <laughs> Gets a little, a little excited quickly, but it's, it's just remembering everything that happened and putting it in place and having him usually at that point I've unlocked him uh-huh. and, and then after, you know, that's when he gets to reclaim. Okay. Now you mentioned locking him up again. Mm-hmm. Was that something that you had to get used to or did you like it right away? Like, wow, okay. I like having this kind of power. Um, I am more of a sub. Um, and it's just my personality. So in the beginning, it was hard because I had to be the dominant one in mm-hmm. the relationship and he had always been the dominant one. So I had to take that role. So in the beginning, it was definitely hard. Um, and now we're on cage number five. So it's gotten easier throughout the years. I think the first cage we got was about six years ago, something like that. So yeah, it's just kind of evolved since then. Now, is there a power trip involved when you have him? Like you look at your husband and he's locked up and you've got the key around your neck. Like, (laughs) do you feel that power when you're in that moment? I very much so do. Yeah. And what is that power? Because I know he's struggling. Um, Do you like to make him squirm in those moments? <laughs> I do. I know that's bad, but I do. I'm, I love I don't seeing that, him screaming in his cage. That's part of the appeal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I like to see him strain. I think that it's exciting, and I know that there's times where he just wants me to unlock him. Just unlock me. Like I won't do anything, just unlock me, but I have that power where you can't have the key. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's mine. <laughs> it's, 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 it's all yours. Mm-hmm. So as far as the lifestyle as a whole is concerned, what aspect would you say you enjoy the most? Not to say that you don't enjoy the other aspects, but just the, the thing that you look forward to the most or the thing that you embrace the most? What I like the most, um, I get this excitement, uh, this thrill each time I meet a new bull or prospective bull or someone that I'm going to play with. Mm-hmm. I look forward to that because I know me and my husband, we always play together. There's been a few times where he has not been there, but it's just not the same. So I think for us, it's the the getting ready, the knowing that what's going to happen. Uh-huh. That's what's exciting to us. That's what's exciting to me. I mean, for me, it's knowing what's going to happen and knowing that I'm going to be sucked by another man. And my husband's going to be there to watch and take pictures. And it just adds more kink and more fire to the relationship. 
That's wonderful. Now, the flip side to that question is, what about all of this do you enjoy the least? Like, if, if, if you could say, I wish I could remove this particular aspect of the lifestyle or change it, what would it be? The hardest thing for me is um, disrespectful bulls, the the people that we've met that have been degrading, um, that are disrespectful. We do have a life. We've got children. We've got jobs, um, a home to take care of. We can't divulge all of our time and attention on that one bull. Um, I would say that, and then the men that call themselves bulls that have never played with a hot wife in front of her husband, but just want to try it. And that, that for me is a big turnoff. If you've never been there, you've never done it, chances are you're not going to be able to perform. It's not as easy as what you think, having a husband sitting there watching and it seems like I have many that, oh, yeah, I can do this. And then when it comes down to the time to do mm-hmm. it, they just can't perform. To me, don't claim that you're a bull unless you've you've done this, you've experienced it, and you know what it's like, and you yeah. know your place. Yeah, there's a big difference between talking about it and, and actually doing it. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So for the guys out there who are listening, who either see themselves as bulls or, you know, they're very curious about about this lifestyle. What would you say? What are some helpful pointers that you can give to them to maybe help them be better at, at, at being a bull? Like what are the common aside from the being disrespectful part because you've already touched on that. What are some other areas that you see bulls making missteps? Um, I mean, I know everyone's got to start somewhere. So right. they, they do have to practice. And I just, I guess I've been in the lifestyle eight plus nine years in this type of a lifestyle um, that I don't really want to be a teacher. I want someone who's experienced. You know, in the beginning it was, okay, they say they've they've done this or they say they have not done this, but let's just give them a try. Um, I would say experience. Play. I mean, be safe, but go out and play so that you are an experienced bull, so that when you do approach someone in the hot wife lifestyle, you can say, I have played. And I've played with couples and I've played in front of other of husbands or boyfriends or and it, it's going to take the experience to get comfortable for anyone. Now, when you because I believe we you know we've talked before and I know when you meet a bull, you like to kind of have that first kind of non-sexual encounter with him first, whether you're meeting for dinner or, or drinks or what have you. Mm-hmm. When, what does it feel like for you when you know that this is a guy that you want to take the next step with? Like, what does that moment feel like when it's like, okay, yeah, this guy's getting a call back or uh, I'm not seeing this guy again? Like, like, what does that dividing line look like for you? Um, well, there's been times where we just go to meet and then 
I am too excited <laughs> that we end up going out to the car and we kind of play around in there. No sex, but oral and right. Because I I can't control myself <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> um, so for me, it, you you know, I mean, you get the feeling off of someone that you first meet and think, could I be friends with this person? Not just aside from being a bull and aside from them fucking me. Could I go and have a drink with them and have a normal relationship with them, or is it only going to be sex? And you can feel that right off the bat. As soon mm. as they walk in, their demeanor, their um, how they are towards me or how they are towards my husband, you know, eye contact, all that kind of stuff. You kind of, I guess I've just learned to read people and how they are just by having that first initial drink, you know. And for me at that point, you kind of, Decide, is this someone I want to play with or is this someone that just wants to be friends? Okay. So one thing that I, I always try to emphasize when, you know, because guys approach me all the time about, you know, looking for advice as far as, you know, being a bull and interacting with couples and everything like that. And I'm glad you kind of spoke on it the way that you did. The main thing that I tell them is watch how you treat the husband. Like that's very important in in how you come off to the couple. Like she's paying a lot of attention, you know, to the way that you're treating her husband. I guess mm -hmm. a, a lot of guys believe in what they see in that terrible cuckold porn that's out there, and they think that oh, it's all about humiliation, and they try to be that way the moment they walk through the door. Uh -huh. you know, without even establishing, you know, any kind of rapport. So I'm glad that you spoke on it the way that you did, because, you know, the reason why I ask these questions is because I want these guys to hear that so that they stop making that mistake, <laughs> you know, so, you know, because, you know, that benefits the lifestyle. You know, if each couple uh -huh. can go out there and have a positive experience, you know, that's going to make them want to stay in the lifestyle, which benefits all of the bulls. But if yeah. a couple goes out there and has a terrible experience, then they're like, do we really want to do this? Or if it keeps happening over and over, then you run the risk of that couple not even wanting to do it anymore just because they're tired of running into the same bullshit. Uh, yeah. Yep. Then they're done that. Uh -huh. Yeah. So... Maybe it'll help them more to hear it coming from the wives mouth. So can you just kind of just go over that one more time? Just how much of a pain <laughs> in the ass is it when you come across a bull that does not know how to treat your husband? Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, it, it was early this year where we almost just quit this lifestyle because you just have too many people that are disrespectful that he's still my husband. I like to have fun. I like to play, but he's still my husband. And if you can't be respectful towards him, I'm not going to play with you. I, you've got to know where the cutoff is. And if you're, especially when you're just meeting a couple, you definitely have to be respectful towards both. To me, in my eyes, they're lucky that my husband is letting me go play. And that's a privilege. They're, they're able to fuck me. My husband's going to be there. He's going to watch. 
we're a cuckold couple, but it's me and him in the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I always try to, to stress that point with guys is, you know, just play your part, stay in your lane. That way it'll be fun mm -hmm. for everybody. You know, recognize mm -hmm. your role, recognize why you're there, show her a great time, show him, you know, whatever attention, you know, he requires. And, you know, you'll be getting many, many, many callbacks if you do yeah. that, you know, because unfortunately, <clears throat> you know, there are, you know, a, a lot of guys out there that don't really know what they're doing. You know, yeah. so if you are the kind of bull that you are experienced and you are well versed and you know how to handle a situation, the cream rises to the top. You know, and you'll <laughs> you'll find yeah, pardon the pun, you find yourself, uh, you know, you know, getting a lot of getting a lot of callbacks. <clears throat> now, the other thing that I saw in your profile when we first started talking is. You are one of those wives where you have an an OnlyFans site. So my question is, how did you get to the point where you felt comfortable enough to reveal that part of your life? You know, to open up a site and have your videos and your intimate pictures and everything like that. Like, how did that transition happen for you? Oh, it's that husband again. Um, <laughs> he brought it up to me <laughs> last year. This November, I've been doing it for a year. Um, brought it up to me and kind of just said, you know, look into it. You're already putting yourself out there on Twitter. Look into it. You can, it's pretty much my my blog on my experiences with, with different people I've been with. Um, more of the naughtier pictures. I am kind of a nympho, and I like to play with my toys when I'm home and I have free time because I am a mom. I've got things going on. But if I get those, you know, hour, 30 minutes to myself, I'm going to treat myself well. So when this was brought up to me, um, I thought, well, I'll try it and just see. And you know, it took about a week before you get your first fan and you think, should I do this? Is this really what I want to do? And it's just kind of evolved from there, and it's fun. I mean, it's kind of a a little blog and a little history on what I do. I can look back on, and I now have, I think, almost 600 pictures and 70-something wow. videos and just different things that have happened within the past year. So kind of just evolved from there. Now, so you're where you live and you go out to the store and you, you know, you don't mind throwing on something sexy when you're out and about. <clears throat> Is there a part of you that you kind of walk around and you're like sitting on this big secret and you know you're you're wearing your you know the key around your neck. Have you ever had anyone make a comment about the key? Like, wow, that's an interesting necklace or anything like that. Just something to show you that they noticed the key. No, and unfortunately, I don't think I've ever had anyone notice the key. And I wear an anklet. Um, I've got one that's got an HW on it. I've got one that's got a lock and key. Um, one that's handcuffs. Different things that I've gotten 
and no one seems to notice that stuff. I don't know what it is. Maybe they do, and they just don't dare say anything. But I put myself out there. It's whether or not you're going to notice it. Mm -hmm. And up to now, no one ever has. No one's ever said anything. Whether or not they noticed it, no one's ever said anything. Now, what about when you go out of town? I know you told me that you've been to Vegas a few times. Has has it ever Mm -hmm. been noticed there? I'm usually wearing little to nothing, so I don't know if they notice my ankles. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the necklace, I I don't think I've ever had anyone say anything even there. It's not something that I've ever had or been approached or had anyone make comments on. Okay. Now, speaking of of, of attire, this -hmm. is a question that I like to ask. Okay, you know that you have a date with a bull and you're getting dressed. How do you approach that? Like, how do you, what is your mindset when you're getting dressed? And we're assuming that the weather is nice. So weather is not impacting what you wear. How do you determine how you're going to present yourself to this man? Like, what are you going for? Um, my husband always says I dress to the nines, whether or not I'm going grocery shopping or I'm going on a date. So for me, if I know we're just going to meet for a drink and we've pretty much put it into our heads that that's all that's going to happen, I try not to wear something that's too easily accessible to the goods. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's kind of, I think at that point I wear leggings or, you know, something still sexy. And of course my heels, um, something low cut, tighter on the top. Um, It's going to draw attention, but not be too easily accessible. Mm -hmm. Now if I'm going to meet someone where I know there's going to be playing, that's when I'll wear dresses and skirts. And for me, I don't enjoy wearing underwear very often. So at that point, it's very easily accessible. And that's (laughs) if I know that there's going to be playing involved. That's usually what I will wear. Very nice. Very nice. Well, I've seen enough of your pictures where I can definitely agree with your husband. I mean, you are always impeccably dressed and always striking in, in what you wear and how you look and everything like that. So... I can only imagine what a bull is thinking when you walk into the room and he sees you and, you know, as a bull, when you see a wife come in a room like that, you always kind of have that, that moment to yourself where you're like, oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's going to be a fun night. Like I'm, I'm going to devour, mm-hmm. I'm going to devour this woman, you know, so that, that's always a good feeling. Now, the other thing that I would like to ask you, you've been doing this for a while, you and your husband. How has being in this lifestyle, how has it brought the two of you closer? Like, what has it done for you emotionally and physically and spiritually with your husband? Oh, it lights a fire for sure. Um, It's definitely brought us closer. Um, We've always had a good relationship, but when you do have jobs and house and kids you kind of get in a rut and this lifestyle for us has relit that fire where you're just not it's 
your life kind of becomes monotonous and you just go day to day. You have sex here and there. Well, having this relationship and having this lifestyle, it's definitely opened up a whole new world and brought us to when we first started dating, you know, crazy sex and exciting sex. And for us, it's definitely brought a lot of happiness, I would say. <laughs> so do you just kind of shake your head sometimes when you hear about, you know, couples who are in these kind of boring marriages is it kind of like, whew, I'm glad that's not us. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like, are you yes. thankful? And I always, <clears throat> yes. And I always think if they only knew what we do, they would probably look down on us, but at least we're having fun. At mm -hmm. least we enjoy each other and we enjoy sex. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's it's unfortunate that you know people allow themselves to kind of get in those ruts, and you know, it's one of those. I'm, you know, like you say, I'm I'm glad it's not us. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. if if we have to be on one side of this fence or the other, I'm glad we're on the inside looking out. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, because it it it, it definitely you know keeps things interesting just to say the least mm -hmm. now speaking of oh, interesting yeah. <laughs> being that you've been in it for a while um this lifestyle can be a lot of fun you know not just fun from you know the exciting sexual experiences you're having but also fun just from funny things that happen funny situations mm -hmm. that we find ourselves in. Do you have a funny story that kind of stands out, a situation that you and your husband find yourself in, maybe something embarrassing or anything that comes to mind that you could share with my listeners? Um, you know, a wardrobe malfunction at the least opportune time, you know, <laughs> um, you know, maybe being too loud and having somebody bang on a hotel wall you know, security being called because you were making too much noise. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. Um, being in a car and having somebody walk by the car, <laughs> you know, anything like that. Oh, yes, yes, I did. Um, went to a local mall, was in the parking structure, and this is one of the times I did play, and uh, my husband was not there. Mm -hmm. And it was, let's just go to lunch. One thing led to another. Of course, I was keeping husband involved, letting him know what was happening. We ended up in the back seat. I had a kid's seat back there, <laughs> a baby car seat. Um, and we had people come to their car. We're in the back seat. And it was in the winter. It was January, and the windows were all fogged up, and people came and got into their car right next to us as everything was going on. And I remember just trying to hide, thinking, I shouldn't be doing this. I am a grown-ass <laughs> woman with kid seats in the back. Well, fortunately, like you said, I'm the doing. windows were fogged up, so hopefully they, they couldn't, couldn't see much. much. It was fine. <laughs> it now, I guess the real question is, did you? That's what I was about to say. Did you stop? Nope, nope, we gotta finish. <laughs> <laughs> no, couldn't stop, not right then. Okay, so I'm not gonna keep you on too much longer. Like I said, I try to keep these interviews at a reasonable time so that people are able to, 
you know, listen on their breaks or while they work out or, or, or what have you. But one thing that I would like to kind of get your, your take on, like I said earlier, you have people who are just getting into this. Mm -hmm. And there are couples out there who wonder, you know, if this is for them, if they should walk down this road. What would you say to those couples about this lifestyle and giving it a shot and taking a chance? It's fun. I mean, it's it's something that I, I never thought I would do. Um, just enjoy it. Try it. Try different things. Don't just think that cuckolding is one way and that's the only way. There's so many different lifestyles and different aspects to the lifestyle. Just have fun. Um, it's for you and for your husband or your boyfriend, girlfriend. It's for you guys. It's not for anyone else. It's for you guys. And it's kinky and it's exciting. Just go home after you've done it. Talk about it. Talk about what you like, what you didn't like, and try it again. <laughs> Go with someone else. Try. I wouldn't say try it once, and then if you don't like it, don't do it again. Try someone else. Try a different, a different side of the lifestyle. Um, maybe the 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 dominant bull is what you want. Maybe it's not. You you just never know. Mm -hmm. Don't know till you try it, I guess. <laughs> now, is there anything left on your bucket list as far as the lifestyle is concerned? Like, is there something that you really would like to experience that you haven't yet? I would have to say a gangbang is something that I really want to try. We'll see how it works, but... Well, like I told you before, I put I the offer handle, out there. All you, all you got to do is come to New York. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and you'll okay. take care of me. Yeah, I told you. All you got to do is come to New York, and we'll make that happen for you. Yeah, that's something that I really want to try. I I just, I think it would be exciting, and having that many men around me, it's just a thrill of mine. It's something I really want to try. Well, I'm sure that there are a number of wives listening to this, some whom I've interviewed already, who would definitely tell you, yeah, definitely try it. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've, I've seen it at a number of my parties and... You know, for the wives that en for the wives that enjoy it, they certainly enjoy it. They enjoy the mm -hmm. hell out of it, and they come back yep. and they enjoy it again, and then they come back and they enjoy it again. And here I am, five years into doing my parties, and I still see a lot of the same wives coming back, and they they never seem to get tired of it. So they're addicted, and that's that's what I want. I want <laughs> that addiction. <laughs> well, I, I I I I definitely see see it in your future, and I want to thank you for being such a wonderful and entertaining guest and for being on the Keys and Anklets podcast. Is there anything you want to say to me, to my listeners, to your husband, who you know is going to, I know he's a faithful listener of mine. Um, he is. Anything that you want to say to anyone before I let you go? Um, I want to thank you for having me on, for interviewing me and being such a good friend towards me. I really yes. appreciate it. It's, 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 it's my pleasure. You're good people. You're good people. So thank you for that.
Well, Em, I want to thank you again for being a guest. Uh, this has been the Keys and Anklets podcast. Hopefully all my listeners have enjoyed your interview. Um, I'm sure I'll be getting some follow-up questions. I always do. And I will be having you back on because I do want to do an after-party interview with you so we can get into all the the racy and naughty tidbits of, of, of your cuckolding life. And um, so I'm definitely going to have you back so we can talk about that. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thank you. Again, this has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. I'm your host, Michael C., and I'll see you again soon. Thank you. Thank you.